A Dangerous Game by Suki the Wolf Chapter 12 Cat and Mouse Zuko arrived home so stressed out and angry that he wasn't even shaking anymore. This entire week had been a mixture of the best and weirdest days of his life. And this was coming from someone who had been to hell and back and had seen that some demons had stupid insides too. Zuko had been able to meet many new heroes and had been able to learn many techniques from them already. He was thorough with his notes and had already filled an entire notebook on just notes on his classmates. He had been able to learn about the more human side of some of his teachers rather than the fronts they presented to the public. Zuko had gotten the chance to stretch his legs and practice with people his age that hadn't been out to beat him down. He had received valuable feedback and had made some friends along the way. But on the weird side of things, Kachan was on to Izuku. It was obvious that Izuku had slipped up at some point, and Kachan had noticed that not everything was right with Izuku. He was like a shark, and Izuku was bleeding in the water no matter how much he tried to cover his wound. Izuku still didn't know what he had done to give himself away, but he had been a fool to underestimate Kachan. He had forgotten during the time he had been gone that his old friend was a genius for as much as he was an asshole. There was a reason he'd always had great grades, and he knew Izuku as well as Izuku knew him. He just hadn't needed to take notes. Izuku had been too caught up in maintaining his front in front of all his new classmates that he had forgotten to take him to help Kachan, who knew how the old Izuku had been. Izuku had forgotten his part and had been able to contain the personality he had developed as a villain. He had slipped up too many times, and now Kachan knew. How much he knew, though, was still up for debate. Izuku could tell that Kachan was playing Izuku's game of cat and mouse. Fortunately, though, Izuku was the mouse. He would have to outmaneuver Kachan if he was able to maintain his role. If Kachan found out, then it was the end. It was enough to make him so stressed that he might actually explode from it. He felt like his every move was being watched by Kachan. He had to maintain his facade around everyone so nobody would realize that something was wrong with him. He was Midoriya Izuku, who was traumatized from scars and losing a year of his life to villains. But apparently he was worse at it than he had thought. His temper was loosened the moment Izuku had been able to dish Kachan. The other boy had been furious with Izuku and had yelled at him the entire day they had made their way back from the train station. Izuku had broken into a sprint as soon as Kachan was inside of his house and let out a roar of frustration of his own. It was bad enough that Kachan seemed to have sunk his teeth into the meat of Izuku's act, but now he was attacking the stuff that Izuku didn't want to talk about. Why had he asked if Izuku was struggling with school? Why did it matter? They weren't friends. Izuku knew that Kachan was only hanging around him to get him to slip up more. He didn't actually care if Izuku was struggling or if he was hurt or stressed. Kachan just kept pushing himself into Izuku's space, and Izuku was on edge because of it. If it wasn't for the fact he thought that if Izuku didn't know if it was a game to Kachan, he might actually think that Jackass wanted to be friends with him. As it was, Izuku had gotten home and felt frustrated tears in his eyes as he took off his shoes. I'm home, he called. Welcome home! Izuku felt a little better, seeing his mother relaxing on the couch with some sewing. It looked like she was making some kind of quilt. Her smile soothed something that ached in Izuku's chest. His mother shifted with a frown to gaze at her son more properly. Izuku, what's wrong? Uh, nothing. Izuku shook his head and dropped his bag by the entrance before joining his mother on the couch with a heavy sigh. It's just a rough day at school. His mother patted Izuku's shoulder sympathetically. I imagine it would be. Did you get hurt at all from training? Nothing like that. Izuku waved his hands in front of his face and shook his head. It's just tough adjusting. He scratched the back of his head with a soft smile.
His mother nodded. High school is a different experience, for sure. And a hero school, too. Izuku opened his mouth to tell his mother about his day, excluding what happened with Kanchan. When his phone began to vibrate in his pocket, he blinked and put on a surprised face before he dug out the device. He recognized the unknown number and felt anxiety spike in his throat. What could they want? Oh, sorry, Mom. I'm going to take this, okay? He stood and moved around her to his bedroom. One of your friends? She asked curiously. Izuku smiled at her. Yeah. The relief and joy in his mother's eyes hurt to see. He hated lying to her. He had to turn away and lock himself in his room quickly as he swallowed down the guilt. Deku answered his phone, and he allowed his annoyance from his stress to fester. What? he demanded. You're to come tonight, Deku. Kirigiri responded promptly. Deku was glad that it was Kirigiri. At least he would keep the conversation short and wouldn't work Deku up even more. He wasn't sure he could handle much more stress at the moment. He frowned and pulled out his desk chair to plop himself in. He stared at one of his own might posters that had crossed his ankles and lounged back. Why? You'll find out when you get here. Uh, you always say that. Why bother calling me if you won't tell me anything? Kirigiri's voice took on an exasperated tone and relaxed into something a little less formal. It always made Deku smirk. Kirigiri was arguably the most mature between him, Deku, and Shigaraki. It was funny to upset him. Texting leaves a trail. I could be busy. You don't have a choice. Ooh, I'm so scared. I could just pull you away. Kirigiri threatened mildly. Deku bit at the nail of his thumbs inside, tilting his head back. Save me a trip, Deku thought. But he didn't say it out loud. He would never risk any of the villains coming anywhere close to his house if he could help it. He would travel across half of Japan before he would let Kirigiri in his house. It was bad enough knowing he could appear there at any time. We'll bring Shigaraki your master at any time. Don't bother. I thought not. Just text me the coordinates, Deku grumbled. I won't be able to leave until late. Kirigiri was silent for a moment, and then his voice came back. Be prepared to stay. Anxiety spiked a few more notches. Stay overnight with Shigaraki? What was happening? Did Master have a mission for him? Did Shigaraki? That was terrifying. Deku's hand clenched around his phone and responded with a hum. Kirigiri didn't bother with the buys and neither did Deku. He hung up and placed his phone aside. This wasn't good. The few times Deku had been commanded to go back and spend long periods of time with the villains, he had been forced into doing more work. Work that he never wanted to do, but had to do because he was a villain. Izuku wished that he never had to be Deku. He wished that he was just Izuku who was being forced to do dirty work for the villains by spying. He wished that he had no hand in anything else the master did. He wished he was just a toy, bodyguard to Shigaraki. But Deku wasn't just a boy who was threatened in doing villain work. He was someone who actively enjoyed the freedom of being a villain. An act of a person who hated heroes as much as he hated humans. A person who cared only for himself and very few others. Who destroyed things, made fun of pain, and acted terribly. He was a mixture of some of the worst aspects that Izuku could give him. It was also Izuku's shield and a guardian. He had been created with the strengths of the strongest people that Izuku had known during the year he had been forcibly trained. Deku was the reason Izuku had survived. But now Izuku had to keep Deku alive to lessen the chance the villain had to kill his loved ones. If they believed he had been legitimately converted to be a villain, and a strong one at that, then his family and friends were safe. Deku was a villain. Izuku just needed to hold out a little longer, play his parts correctly, dance to the beat, even if that meant stopping and killing others to make sure he stayed at the top. Izuku was tired. His phone buzzed with an incoming text message. 
Izuku glanced at it and saw that he wouldn't have to travel too far. It was only a short train right away. He would have to leave early enough that he would be able to catch it. Or he would have to take a cab. He might get some strange looks if he did that, though, at his age. He exited his bathroom already trying to think of an excuse to give his mother. He didn't like the idea of dropping a sleepover on her out of nowhere. She didn't even know his friends, and she had been worried enough that he had gone out for dinner with them. He couldn't even use the Baku as an excuse because she might bring it up with Aunt Mitsuki when they talked. Why can't you be my friend for real, Kachan, so I can have an excuse for a sleepover? Mitsuki thought bitterly to himself. His irritation for earlier bubbled nauseously in his gut. There was a couple heavy raps to the front door then, which startled both Midoriyas. Izuku looked to his mother in confusion, wondering if she had friends coming over, but his mother looked just as confused. I'll get it, he told her, and then called a little louder over the sound of louder and patient knocks. I'm coming! He opened the door part way hesitantly, and gaped at the sight of a fuming Kachan still dressed in his uniform, and carrying what appeared to be a bag from a bakery. K-Kachan! Izuku gasped quietly. Open up, Deku! Kachan demanded and thrusted his hand out to pull the door open further. Izuku reflexively tried to yank the door shut as his mind flew with all kinds of questions. Why was Kachan here? Wasn't it bad enough that Izuku had to deal with the torment earlier? Now he was at his house trying to come in? Hey! Kachan yelled and grabbed the doorknob on the outside to fight back. What the hell are you doing? Go away! Izuku hissed as he began to panic. He couldn't have Kachan here. It was easier to fend off his weirdness when they were in front of people who didn't know Kachan and Izuku well. But not in front of his mother. Kachan started spouting stuff about Izuku faking and hiding and stuff, and Izuku was screwed to hell. His mother would get worried and suspicious as well, and Izuku couldn't handle that in his home life. He was fine with this tenuous equilibrium. Ah! Kachan shouted back and dropped the bakery bag to grab the edge of the door. What the fuck did you say to me, you shit? Just let me in! No way in hell, Izuku growled in his mind. Shut up and go away, Kachan, Izuku growled back as he leaned his weight backwards to try and fight. Unfortunately, Kachan was still clearly physically stronger than him. He could see the whites of Kachan's eyes as he spotted the other boy's face through the opening of the door. A familiar, furious fire burned within them, a rough growl was rumbling out of his chest as he tried to pry the door open. The door creaked loudly in protest. Izuku pressed his socked foot against the doorway and shoved his foot into his shoe for a grip on the tiled entranceway. Izuku? Both boys froze in their fight as Izuku's eyes widened. His eyes met Kachan's in horrors as he remembered he was home with his mother right then. She couldn't see him acting like this. Kachan immediately noticed his panic. A quick, devious grin stretched across his face then. His red eyes glittered with his delight. Game over, loser, they screamed at him. No, Izuku hissed desperately, but Kachan cut him off to call. Oi, auntie! You fucker! Izuku barely bit back the urge to curse a few more colorful curses. Is that Kotsky? I thought I heard his voice! Izuku could hear her standing, so he scrambled to straighten himself out. Kachan quickly took advantage and ripped the door open. His backpack on his back looked a lot fuller than it had been when they had walked home earlier. Izuku also noticed that he had sweat coating his face, and he seemed to be breathing just a bit harder than normal. Had he been running? Yeah, it's Kachan. Izuku sulked a little at the smug look on Kachan's face and where his mother couldn't see. He cleared into something more tolerable and less violent than he was feeling as he turned so he could look between his mother and Kachan. His mother lit up and smiled brightly when he saw Kachan standing there. Kachan grabbed the bakery bag. Kotsky, this is unusual. You never visit. How are you? Please, come in. Thanks, auntie. Kachan made sure to brush past Izuku as he stepped inside and took off his shoes. You can borrow the 
pair of slippers in the cabinet there. Your parents use them enough when they come over. Izuku moved out of the entryway and put his own slippers back on, feeling on edge. Kachan pulled out the pair of slippers his father used whenever they came to visit, tossing him onto the floor before slipping them on. He then held up the bag he was carrying with a neutral frown on his face. Mom said to bring a gift over, so here. Izuku's mother took it right away. Oh, a cake! You didn't have to. Thank you! Izuku was a little confused, but nonetheless relieved to see that Kachan was still always polite to Izuku's mother. What Auntie Mitsuki and Uncle Masaru said, Kachan and his mother shared a rather loud and violent relationship. Izuku had yet to see it in person, though, because he hadn't been to the Pakuo household since he was a little kid, and Kachan has still been rather attached to his parents. What are you doing here, Kachan? Izuku asked with a slight tilt to his head and a curious look on his face. Kachan glared at him for that. Izuku clenched his jaw and didn't react. He really wasn't fooling Kachan, was he? Wait, let's have some of the sweets first. Izuku's mother interrupted with a wave of her hand. She motioned for both boys to follow her and pulled the box with the cake in it. It was a strawberry shortcake that Izuku remembered having enjoyed with the Bakugos years ago. It startled him that Kachan still remembered it. He completely forgot about that bakery. Izuku grabbed some plates and a silverware to sit out for the three of them while his mother divvied out a slice for each of them. Thank you. Kachan muttered and speared a strawberry. It was interesting to watch his mother and Kachan interact. Izuku's mother asked Kachan what he thought of UA and the new schooling. She asked how he had been since he had last seen him and encouraged him to come over more often. Kachan responded with a short but polite answer through his eating, but it was easy for Izuku to see his heart wasn't in the conversation. Izuku could feel the tension in the air, though at least it wasn't as suffocating as it had been on the train ride home. So, to what do we owe this visit? Were you the one who called Izuku a little earlier? His mother asked, and Izuku managed to bite back his flinch. He managed to dodge a bullet as Kachan didn't seem to notice. No, I'm here to tutor Izuku. It was strange to hear his real name come out of Kachan's mouth. Wait. What? Izuku yelped, and his mother jumped at his outburst. Whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. W what do you mean, Kachan? Kachan rolled his eyes and crossed his arms on the table to lean on them and glare at Izuku. Tutoring, idiot. I'm gonna tutor you, dumbass. Izuku's eyes darted to his mother to see if she would react to Kachan's insults and cursing, but she seemed unaffected. Izuku lamented that she was too used to fire Bakugos. But I don't need- Really? His mother interrupted, delighted. That's great! She turned to Izuku, who had a sinking feeling in his stomach. Mitsuki always said Katsuki was good at school. It'll help a lot if you have a friend to tutor you, Izuku. Yeah. Izuku hated that Kachan could sound so smug and so casual at the same time. I wanted to punch the other boy in the dick. A real friend wouldn't use his mother against him like this. This absolutely had to be cheating. Really, I'm fine, Izuku insisted, waving his arms rapidly in front of his face. It's only the first week of school. We don't have much- You're doing shitty in class, nerd. Kachan interrupted him. You can't answer a single question that's asked of you. Kachan! Izuku cried, seeing his mother's distraught face. Clearly whatever classes you took were terrible. I'll teach you for real. Kachan pushed his chair back and stood, picking up his point and placing it in the sink. Thanks for the snack, auntie. Kachan! Are you staying for dinner, Katsuki? Izuku's mother asked. You still like your food spicy, right? Mom! Yeah and yeah. Holy shit, why wasn't anyone listening to him? Things were spiraling out of control. It's going to be a little late, his mother said. I need to go buy a bit more ingredients then. No problem. Kachan shrugged. I'm spending the night anyway. What? Izuku yelled again, stumbling quickly to his feet from his chair. 
You can't! Kachan's smile this time was downright sinister as he lifted his backpack. Too late, shit, dude. Already packed. Zuko's ears began to ring as he stared in horror at Kachan. He couldn't even hear his mother's next words. Shigaraki would cackle with Zuko if he knew. This is not what I meant about a sleepover! Izuku wailed eternally as he heard the door to Kachan's trap snap shut. This has been a live recording of A Dangerous Game by the ADG Discord Group.